911, what's your emergency? In Dallas, Texas, three shots were fired at President Kennedy's motorcade in downtown Dallas. She was kidnapped when she was five years old. We legally murder human beings. On death certificates of prisoners executed by the state, the cause of death is listed as homicide. All the bodies laying around. Yes. <laughs> that is awesome. Murder and mayhem. Imagery. Murder! The imagery on that was amazing. <laughs> amazing. How are you, ladies? I am great. I'm it's doing been a couple of weeks. It yes. has. I know. And sorry, everybody out there. Like, you know. Life. Shit. I went on happened. vacation. Yeah, Let's Amanda was like, I'm getting the fuck out. Peace. I did. It was great. So, and I think a lot of us just had things that we needed to take care of, and it was great, actually. Yeah, it worked out. It was good. It was good, good, good. Yeah. Yeah. I'm still elbow deep into a remodel. Yep. Getting there, though. Getting there. Little little bit at a time. I just can't wait until it's all finished. It'll be so nice. Oh, it's going to be awesome. So nice. Because my bed won't be in the living room. <laughs> well, not, I mean, not, not no, that. No, that's exactly why it's going to be amazing. Lindsay's like, because now when I pass out and get drunk, I'm not passing out on your couch. I'm passing out in your bedroom because it's going to be too <laughs> yeah. nice. Actually, we'll start making beds in your jetted tub. I'm just going to bring like, the bathtub, a, a blow-up mattress and stick your it in the bathtub. Will be just like a little twin one. Just like, I'll know. sleep in her closet. Right? Yeah, it's going to be so pretty. Mm. Yeah, it will be so pretty. Amanda's <laughs> like, sorry, Chance. I actually am just going to live in my closet now. Love you. Uh, I'll come out so we can fuck. Oh, no. Sorry. <laughs> 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 True story. Oh. So um, today I have a story for you guys that I... Uh, started reading about and getting into while on vacation yeah so. which is crazy amanda you just don't fucking stop like i, love I to have read. to take 10 minutes just to go not talk to myself in my brain sometimes <laughs> that's how much things are going on in my life i don't add i don't add any extra to it oh good <laughs> like if i went on vacation i wouldn't do anything that resembles my normal life you're I like read reading a book books. on the beach yeah. i know nope don't touch Just me, kidding. you peasant. I'd be like, I'm too drunk for that book today. <laughs> I mean, that's kind no, of No, it's actually great. That's what you should do is whatever. I self, carried a self steady buzz the whole time. Some self-care down there the way you want to do it. Fuck yeah. Mm -hmm. It was great. I read a book in a hammock. I read a book on a couch, on the beach, on an airplane. Yeah. Just everywhere. So it was great. I nice. love to read. Though. I guess it's not the reading part. I guess it's the writing down, making episodes, and doing that. No, part. I didn't like write anything oh, down. Okay. I, d you I just like read well, it. I did and now when you I was on the it. airplane, but okay. like I read it and okay. I watched some documentaries, listened to a couple of podcasts, and, okay. and I put this lovely episode together for you. Um, it's about a woman who, you know, it's about I, my book was about women who kill. Yeah. Okay, so we're going to get a lot of fun topics out of that one because let me tell you, bitches be crazy. Oh, yeah. But uh, always been. <laughs> no. And Never. we are also Not at all. We're also conniving and smart and get away with it. It doesn't happen with live. most men that are killers. <laughs> yeah. So just saying. I mean, true. Okay, so today I'm going to tell you about a story how a person can go from the lowest of lows to the top of where they want to be and then tragically fall back to that bottom. Um, today is the story of a girl who was born in 1967. She was the youngest of three children. 
Um, her father really struggled to find full-time work, so her mom worked. And, you know, like back in the late 60s and 70s, mom working in the household was like not a thing. It was unheard of. Yeah, I mean, but we're also talking about... Well, not unheard of, but not... It was It was frowned upon. Yeah, it was, and it was a rare thing. Mm -hmm. But we're talking about, at one point in time, this mother asked her children to search the house for loose change so that she could buy a loaf of bread to feed them. So, I mean, like, clearly they struggled hard. They had their pint, their moments. So, today we're going to talk about Jane Andrews. Um, she was a super bright child. She did great in grammar school, um, super smart. But when their family had to move out of their home into a smaller house in a smaller town, that's where you could see she started to slip. Um, she started to skip school. She became sexually active at the age of 15. One time when she was 15 years old, her mom found out that she was truant. She'd been skipping school. So Jane basically, like, went home and, like, took a smorgasbord of all the medication in her home and swallowed them all. Like, just took all these pills. And her mom came home, found her in this, like, in-and-out coma-ish state. Did not take her to receive medical care. They just pretty much watched her. Her mom was like flat out like, this cannot get out into the public. Like, we can't let people know. Like, they didn't want anyone to know. Like That that she tried to kill herself. And she tried to kill herself because a truancy officer told her mom that she had been skipping school. Mm. Fun Hmm. fact, her mom was a social worker. So, like, if your mom's a social worker and you skip school, it's bound to come out that. Oh, yeah. Definitely. So, I mean, throughout high school, you know, she skipped a lot. She pretty much messed up her high school career. She did end up attending college at the Grimsby College of Art, though. She did go on to study fashion design. Um, she really thought that, like, a career like that would, like, help her rise to the level that she wanted to be at. Right, and excel the, and the travel. L- and yes, yeah. yes, the <laughs> yeah, lifestyle. Get out of that town. Um, so she's at Grimsby College. She's 17. She does become pregnant Hmm. and now I couldn't find much about this pregnancy like who the father was or the circumstances of it um I did find that she had an abortion and whether or not that abortion was like forced upon her or any of that could not find anything on Hmm. but what I could find is that this is where her it was in a, in the book I read. It said, "quote This is where a great deal of medical mental trauma started." So like this was, was like having the baby and or just being pregnant and going through all that shit. Having an abortion, oh, caused her. That's where her mental trauma started. God, I mean, mm. and probably I mean clearly there's some mental health issues going on. She tried well, to yeah. kill her. No, you're good. She tried to kill herself at 15. Now she's 17, pregnant. Has an abortion. Um, when she was finally done with school, she found it really hard to find a job in her field of work. She did end up finding like a part-time sales assistant at a sh- store called Marks and Spencer. But she, you know, really she just kept pushing. She kept looking for better work, find, trying to find her way up in the world. She did end up applying to an anonymous ad in a magazine called Lady Jane. Um, 
she applied for this position as a personal dresser is what the position was called. Okay. Interesting. Um, she didn't hear anything about it for six months. Oh, whoa. They, they finally a personal dresser. Okay. They finally called her back. Six months later. Um, <laughs> turns out this, see, <laughs> right. turns out this position though was actually the personal draw, draw, personal okay. shopper for the Duchess of York. Oh. She was married to Prince Andrew. Oh. The queen's yes, yes. son. Right, 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 right. Okay, okay. So, I mean, she went to this interview. I guess Wait, she did. So I, sorry, I don't mean to cut you off. No, you're fine. So she did not live in the States. She was... this. Yes, this took place in London. Okay, perfect. Because I'm like, she's in America. She's going to get shop for... No, 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 no. <laughs> this this all took place in London. I okay. guess I should have said that. That's okay. Um. So, you know, she applies for this job. Six months later, she they, like, ask her to come for an interview. She goes to this interview, does a phenomenal. She is hired two days later. She was, she was actually hired in July of 1988, one month before the Duchess gave birth to Princess Patrice. Hmm. So, and then, like, so a little backstory. We know the Duchess of York, her name is Sarah. She's married to Prince Andrew and is the mother of Princess Patrice and Eugene. If you know anything about the royal family, like, they are up there. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. Um, so she interviews. She gets hired. And this is where, for her, for Jane, this is where her life really is started. She showed up to Buckingham Palace at the age of 21 with a suitcase and 10 euros to her name. Dang. Wow. Now, I'll preface and side note, like, I tried to, like, look up the conversion rate, American dollars to U.S. dollars back then when this all happened, or American <laughs> American dollars to euros. And <laughs> yeah. Not going there. We'll just, we'll leave it at euros. I'm sure you 10 euros back then would have only literally been, like, 30 or 40 bucks here. Okay, see, like... Very small, like a very... Exchange it wasn't $10. rate, math, <laughs> ew. Yeah. Um, math is not murder, so that's not where I go. Um, so, I mean, she's... Now she's working for the Duchess. She... Uh, and essentially, her position for the Duchess is to do her shopping. She yeah. is there to be another one of her. You know, she's there to do her shopping, whether it be groceries or clothes, whether it be for her or the kids... She does the Duchess's shopping. Okay. That's her job. Um, it was a modest salary of like 18,000 euros a year. So not a lot, but seems like, I mean, exchange rate. That's that might what, need what, to be different. 30. Maybe not. Maybe not. It was, I always it was back in the 80s, though. We're talking late 80s. But I know I need to remember, because I always thought that euros, like, 10 euros, like if I took $100 over there, I thought it was something like that. Like you'd... It, like oh, there was, I'm like sure it's a the smaller number, but maybe it's opposite. Time. Maybe 10 euros over there is actually like more money here. Lindsay's probably looking it up right now. Yeah, I am. Because I now that I think about it, I'm like See, maybe it's it the was opposite. Math. Well, and we're talk, like, maybe so talking maybe 10 late euros 80s. is five dollars. And that we're also talking late 80s, though. I don't think it's Where, ever really changed. I don't think currency amounts have changed. Like it's always been what it is, right? No, mm. th 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 it can change. Okay, so n right now in our day and age. 18,000 euros is only 21,796 US dollars. Oh, yeah. It's like kilograms. It's like the kilograms well, see, and are 2.2 per pound. That makes but sense. But when you think about that, though, we're talking the late 80s. Yeah, so 10. That's your salary. So 10 euros might have been $30. You're being housed by the royal family. It might have been 30 They're providing your transportation. Yeah, yeah, for sure. But so, she's like, still that's just... a good salary for... Oh, no. She's making a lot of money. Yeah. So, she, I mean, uh, she did a... She, 
really good. She's doing great for herself. We'll, we'll go there. Um, she was becoming close with the Duchess. She was, you know, they were great friends. But now she's also like bumping elbows with the people, again, in that lifestyle that she wants, that lavish, carefree, don't have to worry about it lifestyle. So um, she's she's getting there. She's good, getting to where she wants to go. In August of 1990, two years after starting work for the Duchess, she Jane met Christopher Dunn Butler. Um, he was a really high executive for IBM and 20 years older than her. There wasn't too much that I could find about their relationship other than the marriage lasted about six years. When they divorced, Christopher cited infidelity as the cause of divorce. Um, Jane said it was due to the pressures of work. Um, Jane was, was not faithful. She had lots of what she called flings. She was quoted saying once that, you know, I've had flings, it happens, people make mistakes, whatever, da 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 da, da. Mm-hmm. So apparently she, you know, liked more than one man at a time. Like, yeah. seeing more than one man at a time, apparently. Sweet. I mean, live your best life. I mean, right? some of us right? do. Now, <laughs> shortly after her divorce from Christopher, she met the Greek shipping mongrel, Dimitri Horn. Um, this was a very volatile relationship. It was rumored that Dimitri was um, one of the so-called flings that she had while she had been married to Chris, one of the reasons that she was Chris divorced her. Um, when their relationship came to an end, she ended up breaking into his house and trashing everything. She struck out her name and any mention of her in his journal. Um, it was even said that she wrote herself a check from her brother's checkbook that was at his home. Now, I did look to see if she was able to cash that check or the amount. Couldn't find anything about it. But it was stated that she, like, you know, trashed his place, wrote herself a check off his brother's account. And was all around crazy, you know, like yeah. Now you cross that woman, right? Now, oh yeah. This is also about the time that the Duchess and Prince Andrew's marriage started falling apart. We know that there was a bunch of stuff going on there, infidelity well, not there, even that, but just in the royal family itself, exactly. That family is so fucked. Like even back then. Well, oh, that, I mean, dude. this is only twenty years ago. Prince Andrew's still around. Kind oh, of I thing, know. You know. It's you got. M- Um, You're fucking rich, greedy, and evil. Well, not to go off subject, but I watched this show on Netflix called The Crown, and I've seen every single episode. Oh, I've heard about that. about that. I absolutely love that show. And the things that happened. Oh, God. Holy shit. That still happened. Well, and you know that she was basically used and abused her whole life in different situations, right? She gets this job for the queen, but they're just going to use and abuse her. And they really don't pay her really what she could be. Well, no, I guess she was doing great with the Well, I know, but you get what I mean? She's she's still the low person. And then she meets these men where she's still kind of like... Well, I don't know. Well, from everything that I read, everything that I read and that I watched and I listened to, her and the Duchess became really good friends. They traveled together. And, and maybe they were it does close. turn out to be okay. Like, I just feel like she's still, sometimes people that feel like that should be like the top people and stuff keep getting put down by so no. many oh, other things by in all life accounts. that it's starting to work on her. Like with the husbands and being abusive in mm-hmm. this, it's like trauma. It's working on her and she's going to start getting pissed off. Definitely. So, I, uh, I sorry. I just wanted to touch base on this because it's uh, going to kill me if I don't figure this out. Anyways, I figured it out. $18,000 in 1988 was equivalent to $40,959. Oh, 
So that's almost so double. That's almost euros. double. Yeah. Okay. So. so that's almost double. So if she had ten dollars, it'd probably be about thirty. Ten euros, she probably had thirty bucks. Right. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Okay. Wow, my brain. I'm amazed that you found that. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <clears throat> so, um, from all accounts that I could find in writing and documentaries and podcasts, her actions towards Dimitri and trashing his place, those were not out of the normal for Jane. So mm. it sounds like, you know, even little breakups that don't make the news or whatever. She's been known to threaten exes in the past, um, vandalism against their vehicles. She even called an ex one time and told him that she was at an abortion clinic getting ready to have an abortion and that she wouldn't go through with it if he came back to her. She wasn't even pregnant at the time. So, Psycho. I mean, clearly Chick is crazy. She... Shortly after that incident, she took a bunch of pills. Again, she survived without medical intervention. Like, you know. She's not taking the right ones. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> right. Um, now, towards the end of 1997, in November, um, Jane was suddenly let go, let go from her position as the Duchess's personal shopper or dresser, whatever you want to call her. Mm -hmm. um, now, the royal family said it was due to budget cut packs. We're talking, this is after the Duchess and Prince Andrew divorced. And the royal family's like, we're not paying $50,000 right, a year. Right. You know, which, I mean, in my mind, it makes total sense. Yeah. It does. Um, there, there was also rumors, you know, like the termination came as a shock to Jane. But I wonder if it wasn't a shock for different reasons. Like, sh for her, it was like, oh, shit. I'm losing all my source of income. And it was rumored that while she was employed for the Duchess for 10 years, you know, it, was, it, it amounted to 10 years. Her, so her salary was $18,000 a year. In her years of being employed, she was able to buy herself a really nice car. She bought a really lavish flat. Um, she also had $50,000, 50,000 euros in savings. So mm. the royal family, they never filed official charges. They could never fully prove it. But everybody was pretty convinced that she slowly pilfered the money over the course of the decade while she was employed. Um, there was also rumors that another reason she was fired or dismissed, as, the, as Buckingham Palace put it, was um, there was an Italian aristocrat who was apparently showing some favor towards Jane. And Jane kind of showed the favor back. And I'm wondering if the royal family went, bitch is crazy. Well, we can't I mean. let this happen. So we're going to fire her. Then she'll have no way to it get to the Italian aristocrat. It wasn't a shock for her that like, she did anything wrong. She was just like, oh, fuck. I'm losing my income. Yeah. I'm losing my yeah. way to get yeah. all these fun things that I have, the life that I had. So, you know, I mean, she, she was employed by the Duchess for 10 years. Now she's, she's had a couple of failed relationships. Um, now her mental health, she's fired. Her mental health is starting to suffer. She was finally able to find a job after about six months working in the silver department at a jewelry firm. Um, it was while she was employed at this jewelry firm that she met Tom Cressman. And this is in August of 1998. So we're talking almost a year after being fired. Um, and boy, did Jane think that she found the one. They were introduced by a mutual friend. This friend kind of felt bad for Jane. She, you know, been fired. She'd had a hard time finding work. Her financial situation wasn't doing great. Um, this mutual friend kind of felt bad. You know, clearly she didn't know Jane as well as everybody else knew Jane. But, you know, 
Um, at first, Tom and Jane's relationship was great. She, um, he found out that she was like taking a trip the next day. When she came home, she came home to flowers. Like he made sure he, she came home to red roses. They, it was kind of a whirlwind romance at first. It was, you know, they were hot and heavy. Then he learned about like her financial situation and he let her move into his house. Mm-hmm. She never had an intention of moving out after this. And that was very clear. Um, this is when their relationships really started, the trouble started brewing, colors were coming out, you know. There was one time they were dancing, Jane got her, hurt her wrist, she claims Tom did it intentionally, and he's like, what? You know, like, so why actually, would I do that She's turned out to be more right? of a bitch, I get it now. She's kind of crazy. So she's been manipulating and using people herself, it sounds like, or it, just to it, get what she wants. You know, from my... Yes. Once she was already in the she job, she wasn't afraid to do whatever she, she just, needed to do sense. to get where okay. she wanted, you know. And I mean, whatever. I guess some people are. But this, that crazy. kind of shit, you don't. So do. let me ask you this: Do we know how old she is at this point in her life? Sounds okay, like let's see. She was born in sixty-seven. Okay. Ninety-eight. So 21. 30, 31. 31. <laughs> okay. So she's about in her thirties. So she started not working old. for for the Duchess when she was twenty one. Was there about ten years? So we're oh, talking yeah. okay. 30, okay. 31. So gotcha. about our age. Okay. Um. Now, C- kind of. While they're really away. <laughs> just kidding. Right. Well, it's okay. One of us. Has I'm the to big go three first. five this year, motherfuckers. One of us has to go first. I'm just kidding. Um. <laughs> so their relationship seems really great at first. Um. They move in together. Things start. You know, not being so great. Tom really loves his bachelor lifestyle. His stag weekends is what they were called. They called it on a documentary that I watched, and I absolutely loved the term stag. Stag weekend. Um, he had you know like multiple tresses with women all over. Very explicit emails. Jane found some shit. There was always fights. There was arguments. You know, she wants to get married and have children. And he's like, fuck no. But then they're good again. And it's just, it's toxic. It's toxic. toxic. To the normal person, it's toxic. So this is in, now we, I mean, we're talking, they were together for two-ish years, two and a half-ish years. Um, In September of 2000, this is when things really hit that peak. They went on a trip to Italy to visit Tom's family. Trip did not go so well. Jane was expecting a ring. Tom made it very clear that she would never be, never mm. be getting one. Like mm-hmm. it was made mm-hmm. clear. Like oh, Jane, bitch, Jane I was overheard on, on the phone uh-uh. talking to a friend. Like Tom's mother overheard Jane talking on a friend. Like the relationship's over. This is not. He's never gonna marry me. Like it was bad. She, yeah. It was made clear to her she was not getting her way. Um. They go back to London, and now this is where we get into what really happened. Like, what really did happen, because by all accounts, all we have is what Jane is going to say, Mm because clearly we know where this is going. Um, It was September 16th. Apparently, they came back from Italy. Jane claims that they had a really good conversation about how Tom was going to go get help for all his... I think she used the term sexual impercuities. Like, it went bad. Like, Jane threw Tom under the bus in at trial. Like, mm-hmm. she said he liked anal sex. He liked bondage. He liked role-playing. Those were all disgusting things. She wasn't down for Excuse that. Excuse me. He, 
right? I'm somebody like, was going to say something. That sounds like a though. typical Tuesday night. What you talking <laughs> oh my about? God. Actually, that's Lindsay's dreams because I don't think she really gets that. I don't. I don't. <laughs> I was like, wait, this bitch that's had it made fantasies. in the shade. She had it made in the fucking shade. Oh, my God. <laughs> so... Jane claims that they had a great conversation. He was going to go to therapy for these problems. They were going to get married. They were going to have children. The next day, he woke up and changed his mind. And she claims that he came into her room um, and a fight broke out. He wanted anal sex. She said no. He took it anyways. Hmm. Then she left, according to cell phone records she left like she re- received a lot of calls afternoon they were from tom's house um she was also so she goes back home and says that when she went back home she had the opportunity to grab herself a knife and a cricket bat and bring it up to her room for self-defense because i mean like obviously she went back she had nowhere to go clearly mm-hmm. yeah she didn't want to get herself a hotel room for the night whatever dumb um yeah, sleep in your fucking car. Like Yeah, so like so I she goes know. back home, she grabs the self for protection, she's in her room. It's because she's not trying to protect you know, herself. She's she trying claimed, to kill somebody. She claims that that first <laughs> right. fight was totally unreal, not something that would normally happen. Um you know, apparently in that fight, Tom had called the police and asked for somebody to come tell her to leave. And then that's when she left on her own accord. Police okay. never actually came over. And then she came back. They were like, and I was going to bring my book and read the transcript, but it's kind of a, a long, detailed transcript about it. He's like, you know, nobody needs to be arrested. I just need to tell her to leave. Somebody needs to, you know, then like she stop did, us from fighting. And so he's like, never mind. She left. It's good. Exactly. Yep. So police never showed up. She went back. This is when she then claims that Tom came into her room again to have anal sex again. She's obsessed with anal sex. Right? Um, and a, a physical altercation it. broke she out. Right? So she claims she was able to get a hold of her cricket bat and hit him in the head. But it did not incapacitate him. He, like, fell forward and started pulling her hair and fell on an 8-inch knife. Hmm. Tripped and fell on an eight-inch knife. There's been so many words and so many things you've said that right off the bat, I was like, man, this bitch has had this plan for a minute. It sounds like it to me. Yeah. Not like plan, plan, but like that day or at least like, oh, you know what, motherfucker, you fuck with me. You did something wrong. I woke up today and you said something wrong to me and you're in a bad mood and I'm going to spin this on you. I'm going to say you came to me and said, I don't want to be with you and I'm done. And then you tried to rape me and and I had to defend myself. Well, see, and that's where, this is where like the accounts of what actually happened get really touchy because like... They know that she left because they had several calls from Tom's house I know, to her cell phone. So they can see because, the tower. Because when she left, she, could call she from started Tom's phone. sending all the explicit emails that he had from like women in Las Vegas and all over the world to his mother. Well, we know where she left, but we know she came back, oh, right? Like she had, there was one letter signed from the girl in Las Vegas that he had met at a convention that she signed the letter, Hugs and Kisses. And licks in all the right spots. So, like, clearly some, right. like, well, very we don't know graphic the story. imagery was, his, was going on. What was his wounds? So he had one stab wound and a head injury? Is that yes. how they found him? Uh-huh. And so, then that's her well, to and this contest is, Okay, it. so this is how they found him. Like, let's... So that's this why, was yeah, on a Sunday. This fight was on a Sunday. Apparently Tom's mother tried to call him that day. He didn't answer. She was like, oh, he's probably at a Sunday brunch. You know, I'll talk to him later. She didn't hear from him Sunday night, so she tried to call him Monday. 
probably back at the office. They did just get back from a holiday, you know, like. So Jane didn't call the cops after he fell up on top of her? No. Oh, okay. She disappeared. Oh, okay. So you killed For him. For two days. And you ran away. <laughs> okay. So now Tuesday, Tuesday yeah. morning, she tries to call him again, doesn't hear from him. So she's like, sus. So she calls his office and they're like, yeah, no, like he hasn't come in for two days. Mm. So she sent one of his employees over to his house. It's always the employees. Those it poor was, goddamn employees. Oh God, right? It's always your employee or your coworker that you get sent to your house because you don't show up for work. It's always the your coworker family and friends who finds don't seem to give dead. a shit when you've been disappeared for a few days. But those workers. Right. Bless their souls. So the employee did show up and found him dead it it appeared Catherine Knight it appeared that I was just thinking about that a co-worker and a neighbor yeah right (sighs) um uh it appeared that he had tried to pull the knife out of his wound which probably caused the extensive blood loss right which is probably why he died in the house or he was stabbed and then somebody went to go remove the knife because that's even more torturous and then he bled out she claims that she she walked away she claims that he fell on that he was and that it was like that he was fine or whatever but it's like how dumb do you not sound do you not hear how you sound girls like you sound fucking stupid we're still getting there (laughs) there's some more stuff that will just like this wouldn't happen you it wouldn't happen so now the police are there and they're investigating and they find him dead and jane nowhere to be found so they go through the obvious like okay was she kidnapped was she the one who did this Mm -hmm. are we looking for another dead body are we looking for another victim like did somebody break in the place is trashed because we know her history so like burglary wasn't you know like until they could figure out if anything was missing like yeah then all of a sudden jane starts texting people (laughs) what happened to my tommy oh my god what happened i'm so I took a couple of days. We had a fight. Like, da, 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 like she's, now she's completely she's oblivious. And she's even in. contacted the Duchess, who's like, bitch, turn yourself in. Now, she did have one friend that she was speaking to. She ended up calling. This friend was also working with police, and this is how they ended up finding her. They found out she was in her car calling from her cell phone. She don't even know where she's at. She is completely gone. Clearly, something's she had her going. psychotic break. She no, she took a bunch of pills. Oh, they were able again. Yes, and this time, what? this time she clearly took the right ones. It was stated after that she was caught that had they not found her within the next thirty or forty minutes, she probably would have succumbed to the That's medication I mean. she that took, she taken. She took everything. That she was like killed her. the fact that she was driving around and not killing somebody with her vehicle is an absolute fucking mystery. Or how she's yeah. Okay, so. Caught by police, and it all comes out. She says, you know, it was self-defense. They arrest her for murder. I mean, it's it's Seems obvious. Seems pretty cut and dry, right? Yeah. It, um, she is taken to court. Trial. Oh, my God. Trial. Is this going to be she, people not doing their job, or is she just She, they put her on the stand first thing. Defense gets the case, and she's the first thing they present. Because she's she's crying sexual problem things. That's the yes, thing, too. Abuse, she knows that when you cry sexual She abuse. fainted on the stand. Like, she wow. put on such a theatrics for court. Jury didn't buy it, though. I'll tell you straight up. Jury didn't buy it. They found her guilty and sent her to life imprisonment with the chance of of parole. Now, I really feel like we need to do an episode on the different justice system and how it works because life in prison in 
Europe and London well, does hard. not mean that you will serve life in prison. Well, it's hard to do that because we could do it by countries, but I mean, every single state has its own thing. I know. True. It's so crazy. But so. we could kind of do something in the works later on. But if on you think law, about it, so like, we'll figure it our out. court of law is completely different than Europe's court of law or, yeah, or Canada's or, court of law. But like, you know what I mean? Or even like the definition of life imprisonment. So she was sentenced to life in prison on May 16th of 2001 with the chance of parole. Bitch escaped from prison in 2009. <laughs> what? Dude, she, she I, I read a, I read a couple of different articles. I don't know if it was she was found two days savage. later or three days later, but within three days of escaping prison, she was found six miles from the jail with her family at a hotel. Only six miles? They took her back. She's so stupid. <laughs> they took her back to, to prison. They never filed charges against her. It blows my mind. Like, they were just like, oh, you had a weekend it, you know away. What? Actually, she's <laughs> you not know, like, stupid. What it is is that she's like, literally, I well, don't I couldn't give even, any fucks in life. I'm going to escape, and I'm going to go live my life, and I'm going to be six miles away, and if they catch me, I'm going to go back, we'll and see, we're just going to see what the fuck happens from there. That super it's intrigued crazy. me. So I tried to like find out, like, well, how did bitch get out of jail? Well, like, Ted Bundy got out twice. From well, secure, right. secure, secure fucking prison. Yeah, but out. like that always like when somebody escapes from prison, I'm like, I either go like, did they Shawshank it? Yeah. And dig a hole? Or did they like really like the stars fucking aligned? And well, yeah, and like Ted everything Bundy's, happened. He put just a little clip or whatever he put right as soon as the door shut, the cell door. He yeah. He put something in front of the lock. But see, his was like he was able to do it because there wasn't a lot of guards and it was back in the day. And so, so he just snuck through the prison and was able to escape. It's I, weird. I couldn't find anything on like how Anyways, exactly that happened. I, people have done it quite a bit. They just, you know what I mean? So there's obviously just w- many ways to do it. We just don't see that. Okay, but she was convicted in 2001, life imprisonment. She was released 14 years later. In 2015. But she'd already escaped in 2009 to, for a yeah, minute. Yeah, didn't ever face charges for, for that. Yeah, so went she back was for back years. for like a few years. She was released to a probation hostel in 2015. She was re-imprisoned again in 2018 because um, it turned out that she was falsely accused of harassment. But she was like accused of harassment, so mm. they said back to prison. Um she was then again released in August of 2019. She now resides in Lincolnshire. Um there's really not much else out there on her other than she was recently quoted. Um, I guess there is a new movie coming out about the whole thing. And she was quoted saying, you know, like, I'm not, you know, like, I just feel like it's going to stir it all up again. I did a bad thing. I'm sorry. But I did a bad thing. Wait, but, you, weren't, you weren't defending yourself. Right. Like, I did a bad thing. But she doesn't feel like she needs to have to live her life looking over her shoulder because the story is dredged up again. Which I mean, no, bitch, you should over there, because most people are in prison for the rest <laughs> oh, of their life. I know, for but see, that's somebody. what I'm saying. Over in like different countries, like London and all that, they really fully well, believe in rehabilitation. All about rehabilitation reform. You you immediately go to a hostel, which is basically like a rehab, but or it's basically like what is it called, a halfway, halfway house. house? But the halfway houses in America are fucking shitholes. Well, I over don't there, understand. It's a rehabilitation full on program. I don't understand how you get life in prison and Did then you you're know, released 14 Europe, years later. Under that's age, not life. Listen, underage, underage pregnant people just in a different way. If you're underage, I think it's like 15 to 17 or something like that. In Europe, if you get pregnant, they give you a monthly salary to have that when you have that baby. And they give you like this care package when you have your baby. They give you like the low income housing That's automatically. That's for everybody, honey. 
they'll pay you for an entire oh, yeah. year after having a baby. Yeah. Here in America? No, no in, in, Europe. La- in Europe. No, that's what I'm saying. Like, it's say, automatic. Okay, no, no but like saying. say you. They have crazy you, shit where they take care say, of. But say you live in Europe. Say you live oh, it doesn't in, matter what age. No. Say you live in Europe. Oh, I thought underage got like no, more or something like that. No. I don't know. But say you live in Europe. You're 25. You live in Europe. Your husband's at work. So you take a cab to the hospital. You can be reimbursed for the well, cab yeah, no, they have at the great hospital medical for having- care. I'm just saying, I had heard that from somebody where they were like, this, the country itself gives these like care packages. Like, oh, you're having a baby? Everybody Here's gets house. that. Here's a house. Here's a $5,000. They, they, give, you a, they give you a nanny for six months and pay you to not go to work wow. for so a year. Anyways, I didn't realize that. But they also don't have really hardly much crime. They've got cameras everywhere. Their reform system's awesome. Their medical system, like all of it. I mean, yeah, there's anyways. there's no reports on her. I mean, so clearly, I I'm mean, sure that she made it through. Left alone I, maybe and... she made it through COVID. Who knows? I mean, <laughs> she I was mean... released from prison again in 2019. I mean. And yeah. again, like other than the fact that there's like some new movie coming out in Europe about the situation and she's worried about like the drama that's going to cause, there's nothing else about it's her. It's so funny. So she left because they got in a fight. She left. She brewed. She stewed about it. And she went, fuck this motherfucker. I'm finally doing it. She's like, okay, how can I do this? Well, I've claimed a million times that he's raped me. So I'm going to go home. As soon as I see him, I'm going to murder him. Well, she probably goes to her. You plan it out. You get those weapons. You, you go up to your to. room. And it did probably happen-ish the way she says. He came in or she called him in. Somehow he comes to her room. I'm sure he wasn't going to go fuck with her again because she had already had caused a problem and he already had to call the cops. So she probably called him in or got him in somehow. And then it doesn't take much to make it, like, the way they found his body, like, it doesn't matter. Like, she, he could have fell on her. She could have stabbed him. She could have pulled out the knife, you know, hit him on the head, stabbed him, pulled out the knife, and then threw his body on the ground and walked away. But that she planned all that shit. Easy. I saw it coming way before. Oh, yeah. Especially when she like, especially when she throws him under the bus at court about he's a creep. He wants anal sex. He does all this stuff. She was already trying to cry some sort of talking about everything through her into a panic. And then now she went, oh, wait, I can kill him and I can use that because I've already been claiming that. Now I'm going to say he fucking raped me. He did all that. No. Planet and for who knows, maybe he did, maybe he did. Yeah, right. I mean, I'm not saying that he probably wasn't abusive. Right. She probably threw things at him. She probably punched him. She probably tried to cut off his dick. Like she probably did shit too. I'm just saying she knew that she had that opportunity to be like, all right, I can already claim this abuse. He's gonna die. I'm pissed off. He's officially crossed my line, and then that yeah. happens. And then Crazy, she just moves right? on with her life. And she's obviously fine with serving prison time and then escaping and chilling and then serving some more time. And now she's just out, and the only thing she's worried about is people harassing her for killing somebody. Exactly. God damn. She just lives her life. That's literally somebody that gives zero fucks. Mm-hmm. Right. Zero <laughs> fucks to give. So Lady Crazy. Jane, Jane Andrews, she, I mean, she went, started at the lows, went to the highs, went back to the lows, served some time in prison, and now she's living her life. So, you know, if you want to kill people, I guess you got to go to Europe because more than likely you just won't get that long of a sentence. So if you're good with serving some time, be like, honey, we're taking a Europe trip. (laughs) Just kidding, because then don't they have something like extradition if you're not from there? It depends. I don't know. I don't know how that works. That's a whole nother episode. Anyways, and then they send you back (laughs) to America anyways, and then you'd still be fucked. So never mind. But that was good. I don't know. I feel like if you're an American and you commit a crime there. You go back. I think. No, they leave you in jail there. What was that movie uh, where they, 
the prison movie. Well, yeah, because some countries have extradition. Like Bangkok and shit. I don't know how it works. No, extradition. Okay, what that is, is you commit a crime in the U.S. and then you go to Europe to flee those charges. Europe has an extradition treaty with the U.S. Europe will arrest you and send you back to the U.S. But some don't have that. But if you're like an American in Mexico and you get caught with a bunch of drugs, your ass is sitting in a Mexican prison. Oh, no. Oh, I know that kind of shit. Oh, you're right. Even so if you murder. went to a different country and killed somebody, duh. You'd be duh. in prison there. That's right. Yeah. I guess that's what I meant. That's what I was talking about. Yeah, if you killed an American and then took off, there's some countries where they don't have that, where until you cross the border again, they can't get yeah, you. Yeah, like okay. that, right. their government's right. like, we're not going that's to right. arrest this fool. Don't listen to me. So. I got right. you. Yeah, you know. You know what I'm saying. So. You know what I'm throwing down. A fun little story that I learned on vacation and, you know. Dope. I hope you all enjoyed it. It was awesome. It was a fun one. Yeah, that was great. It's great to get back. We all kind of just bullshitted and caught up to begin with, which is nice. That took up right most of our little time, and mm. then we hopped on here to and as always to tell you a beautiful story. Right, so. as always, if you want to hear a story and our take on it, let us know. Drop yes, us a line, drop us a buzz, you know. But we've got yeah. Now oh, that now I'm that she's home from from her trip a trip, and everybody's lives are like like I'm on days like everything's switched. We're all be able to get back to real good planning and having it like we've got ideas we've got episodes but we would love to still hear from you guys because we would rather do those (laughs) also though definitely all of it i do want to tell you so we have someone who commented on one of our pages We could also post about it, I guess. Well, no, there's a coffee place here in town that you can get a 32-ounce coffee that has, like, six shots in it. Shut. I'm telling you. Uh, I was, like, on vacation. I had so m- I had a couple of different oh, people message us. This has nothing to do with an episode. I'm so confused right now. No. Yeah, this is, like... You can get six shots of what? Espresso and a coffee. Can you not do that at places? You can't have as many as you fucking no, want? No, you can. We were just talking... Um, like, can you go to Starbucks and get six I was at Dutch yesterday, and I got six shots in my coffee, and they looked at me like, is your heart going to be okay? I can't imagine how many milligrams of synthetic like, caffeine that is. I literally can pound this coffee and go straight to bed. Well, yeah, no, your body's used to it, but I can't, yeah, I can't imagine... It's like a standard It's got to be like 300, like what, 400 milligrams? I think it might be caffeine? beans and brews. Anyways... If I'll you're not local it, to St. George, though, you, then you can't go there anyway. It was great. I don't know where they messaged us at, and I can't figure it out. But we'll they let were you guys like, know. I was just listening to you guys talk about coffee, <laughs> and I want to let you know that there's this place, and I'll get you the name, in town that you can go and get this coffee. And I was like, this is epic. Like, oh, I yeah. just need like the Brazilian. What is is it? Colombian? What is the <laughs> ones that they just do the shots? Is Those it, are America- Americanos. Is that no 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 no? It's like a, another country. Like I remember, <laughs> remember an episode of Kardashians where Chloe goes to this part of town. I think it's Colombians. I th- Cuban, Cuban, Cubans. They make like you take one little shot of this espresso. Coffee. I've seen detectives do it and stuff, and it is like fucking crack coffee. But it's something that that culture makes. I can't remember what they're called. Huh. You can't get them at just anywhere. You have to go to a special like that kind of culture coffee place, but it's just one little guy apparently jacks you up. Hmm. And I'm like, that's all I need in I'll my life. I'll be the judge of that. Right? <laughs> Lindsay, somebody needs to help us find one of those places around somewhere. Probably Vegas. Vegas would probably have something like that. Probably. So. All right, guys. Thanks for joining. Yeah. You'll find it. You'll find it. We'll see you next we'll time.
Peace. Bye.